Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. We've got a lot of news to get into here today. Obviously, Raw is tonight, it's Monday. And this is the go-home Raw, at least, for the SummerSlam pay-per-view coming up this coming Sunday. It's going to be a long one. Right now, we have nine matches official for the show, but more matches are to be added. And one of them, very likely to be the Daniel Bryan Roman Reigns match, which was set up via forklift accident on the Tuesday SmackDown. They're still playing this up on Twitter. Roman Reigns is tweeted for days now about how he accepts this could be an accident. He loves everybody on the crew. He's going to presume that it was an accident. Blah, 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 blah. This actually is a build for a match. And they got to do it quick because the pay-per-view is this coming Sunday. So we'll see what they do. If they do anything tonight, maybe they'll maybe they'll just announce it on SmackDown for all I know. Six days before the show. But that is one match that has not yet been announced. We can go over the full card for the show. We also have everybody's favorite, Camby. Let's put up the star ratings for both TakeOver and SummerSlam. For betting purposes, you can bet over or under, and that includes Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano. The over-under, I'm not even going to say right now. We'll we'll do a, a guessing game here when Semper Vivi comes on. We also got the Super J Cup, which is taking place later on this month. New names for that. We got the G1 I am largely caught up with all of the major matches from the G1. I've not seen every single match, but every single match that people have said was great, I've seen all of those, including the show from a couple of days ago. So if you want to talk about the G1, where we're at there, you're welcome to do so. 844-411-5411 is the phone number. That is toll-free, 844-411-5411. And you can send your text messages to 425-780-7566. I am at Brian Alvarez. And email brian at wrestlingobserver.com. Back in just a moment to kick it off, Wrestling Observer Live. (laughs) 
Before you signed the lease for your very own office, before you gave your two weeks notice, before you asked your parents for a loan, before you worked nights and weekends, there was a business plan that you put to paper. Staples has what your business needs to get you from here to there, all at great prices every day. And now a ream of Staples copy paper is just $3.49. That's our lowest price of the season. Staples, here we get you there. In-store only ends 81019. Valid on SKU 135855 while supplies last limit 10. Before you go full speed into fall, get 25% off top brands like Nike at Macy's right now. Great prices on logo tees, leggings, and head-to-toe looks for everyone means you're ready to go back to school, get back on the field, or just cruise effortlessly through the week. And to really start the season strong, Under Armour, Champion, and Adidas are 25% off too. Fall's about to make its move, so make yours first. With 25% off select styles from Nike, Under Armour, Champion, and Adidas at Macy's and Macy's.com. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Lots of news to get into here today, including the official announcement of the cover stars of the new... WWE video game. In fact, as the show went off the air yesterday, I had gotten a text from somebody who had seen something that indicated to them that Becky Lynch and Roman Reigns were going to be the cover stars. And in fact, the cover stars of WWE 2K20 are Becky Lynch and Roman Reigns. The game set to be released worldwide for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC on Tuesday. October 22nd, the first time the two wrestlers have shared the cover 
Since the partnership with 2K began in 2013, Lynch, the first woman to be a cover star for the 2K series. AJ Styles, Seth Rollins, Brock Lesnar, Steve Austin, John Cena, and The Rock have previously been featured. There will be a Women's Evolution 2K Showcase mode that follows the careers of Lynch, Bailey, Charlotte, and Sasha. Can you imagine trying to follow those careers over the last year? 2K Sports is also touting the following list of features, the debut of 2K20 Originals, a collection of 2K Showcase downloadable content designed to let players explore new playable worlds and experience unique themes beyond what's available at WWE 2K20's launch, the ability to compete as male and female superstars in my career and mixed tag team matches, the return of WWE Towers mode, including an all-new tower inspired by the storied career of Roman Reigns, and more. I have no idea what any of this means. I don't play video games. Mike, what do you make of this release? What is tower mode? I have no idea. I'll have to ask my kid. Hmm. Well, there you go. There's a new tower mode, everybody. And updated controls, and so much more. So there you go. The new WWE 2K20 video game out on October 22nd. All right, we got a lot of news to get into here today. What shows did you watch this weekend, Mike? I watched most of Triple Mania. Did you watch any of that? I watched some of that, yes. And uh, the only thing I haven't watched yet, unfortunately, off the uh, the G1 shows, I haven't seen White and Moxley and, and Naito and Shingo the last two matches of, of yesterday's show, but I've seen everything up to then. And i got to be honest, I probably could have stopped with Sonata and Okada because – They've been playing a game of can you top this the same way that every G1 is, and there's been some incredible matches that have taken place. You know, Moxley and Naito, Goto and Ishii, uh, Moxley and Ishii. There's been a ton, Okada and Osprey, but I think Sonata and Okada may have actually done it for me. That actually may be my favorite match so far. Well, the real best match on the show, everyone, is in fact Tomohiro Ishii and Yano. That match was not a five-star match. But, dude, what a match that was. Just fabulous. And I did see the Shingo-Naito match. And how do I say this? Well, Naito in this tournament has been hit or miss, I believe, I feel. And he was not a miss in this match here. This was a first-time-ever meeting between Naito and Shingo. And Naito just was, like, on his game. He was so great in this match. And you'll never guess who else was so great in this match. Shingo. I don't know if I could say that this was the best match of the tournament, but if somebody texted me today and said that this was their favorite match of the tournament, great. Everything Shingo does is just technically perfect. Naito was just on fire. He was moving a 1,000 miles an hour, which he doesn't always do. Everything looked great. Place was going crazy. That match was awesome. So if you haven't had a chance to check that one out, that one was great. The Okada-Sonata match was great. What else did I watch this weekend? Uh, the Moxley-Yano match was just... Moxley went back to WWE for a night and did a job. What a coincidence that was. And didn't see many of the Jay White matches. They didn't seem to get great reviews, so I... We'll be honest. I didn't watch him. There's a lot of wrestling. Shame. Shame, shame. Really? I should have watched him? 
Well, see, I haven't seen the Moxley match, but the one thing about Jay White is, you know, I thought the match with Naito that he had on on day 12 was excellent, and I think a lot of it comes down to exactly what you think of Jay White. If you think Jay White is boring, if you think he is annoying, if you think he relies too much on outside interference, you're going to absolutely hate his matches. If you like Jay White, if you think he's a good heel, if you think he's talented. He's a great heel. I think so the same way, and I thought the match with Taichi, I decided after I watched it last night, I said, let me put up something on Twitter, because I didn't hear the reaction, but I knew it was going to get a reaction when I asked about it, and I asked people what they thought of the match, and they absolutely hated it, and I got to be honest, I thought it was a great battle of two smarmy heels, and I thought that's exactly how you go about having a match between those two smarmy heels going at each other, and I thought it was really good, and a lot of people thought it sucked, and I've noticed with Jay White matches, it really comes down to what you think about Jay White, because there are a lot of people that just, again, viscerally, they just don't like this guy at all, and I think they look past his incredible talent just because they really don't like him that much. I think Jay White is awesome, but... When you have 15 G1 block matches to watch over like three days, I got to pick and choose. And Why? I just don't have time to watch all of them. I had so much other it's, stuff that I had to watch. five matches. Five it's matches th- for every three days. No, I didn't have time. But I watched, I watched the ones that had the, uh, I watched the ones that had the best reviews. Tower Mode is wrestling 10 wrestlers one at a time. You lose, you start back at the bottom of the tower. So it's a gauntlet match, I guess. All right. Uh, This person here says, please talk about how great Shingo Naito was. Well, I just did. It was, in fact, great. Talk about how great Shingo was altogether. I mean, he just, you throw the Yano match out. He has not had anything yet uh, less than an excellent match. And he has been a very, very valued and welcome addition to the New Japan roster. And, well, Osprey's gotten a lot of attention because of him being ascending at least to the heavyweight ranks. At least that's how it looks, obviously, with what's going on. And the thing is, Shingo is following right behind him, and he's going to be as welcome in the heavyweight ranks as to me as Will Osprey is. In your opinion, this person says, who is the MVP of the G1 so far? Dear God. Well, Tom- Tomohiro Shii to be safe. I would say Shii. I think Dave yeah. would say Tanahashi. I think some also people fair. would say Osprey. I think some people would say Sonata. Maybe not Sonata. You'd say Okada. People would say Okada. I think people would say Shingo. I think I think I would vote for Ishii as the current MVP G1, especially after that Yano match. Hell, look, John Moxley. You know, some people. It doesn't. It just depends on what you like because everybody's been, for the most part, playing over their heads. I mean, with the exception of the Follies and people like that. I mean, they've even gotten inventive on you know very. Tired and formulaic Yano matches. You know, they've even done a good job there. So it's been a, a very, it's been a great tournament so far. For the phones, you're on the air. What's up? Hi, this is uh, Jack in Montana. Have you seen uh, the Roman Reigns comments on yes. like, uh, John Moxley? Oh, no, I haven't seen those. ESPN. I know he said something, but I haven't okay. read it yet. What do you say? Um, okay, I'll just, it's a lot, but I'll, I'll try to get you this. I'll tell you straight up, I disagree with what Dean Ambrose said about the creative process. I love the guy, and then he talks about how he's brother and all that. And When it comes down to it, creative-wise, that's on you. Communication is communication. When you go in there and you talk 
to the boss, you gotta let him know. He even made comments about the things I had to say, but that was in a different place. I was brand new. We worked our A off for uh, Vince in the company, and he respects that, and he wants to know our opinions. You have to speak up for yourself. I'm in a position now where he listens to everything I have to say, what I'm feeling. And yeah, you're it. Roman Reigns. Yeah, really. Dude. Yeah. Listen, like, I, this is one of those things where, like, you know, Seth Rollins, I want to thank you very much for the call. Seth Rollins goes out there and he defends WWE. And it's like, dude, you're the top guy outside of, like, Brock Lesnar, who's not even there every week. Like, you're the main eventer. You've been a multiple-time champion. You've, you've been in headline matches at WrestleMania. Yeah, like, of course you love it there. But what about, like, 98% of the other people who can't just go up to Vince McMahon and say this, that, or whatever? I mean, yeah, Roman Reigns, of course Roman Reigns has the opportunity to go and tell Vince no. What does that have to do with anybody else? I like Roman, but that's a stupid thing to say. I'm sure the Revival's going up to Vince and telling him one of his ideas is stupid. I'm sure that's working out great for them. Yeah, not a stupid thing to say, just a uh, something said with blinders on. You know, it's just as simple as that. You know, not, not everybody's in his position, and we've seen people and heard about people going up and trying to say things who, who aren't necessarily in Roman Reigns' uh, stratosphere, and they don't tend to happen for them. All right, I'm head back in a moment. We've got callers on the line, text messages... And a lot more, back in just a moment, Wrestling Observer Live. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today... Withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 
Once again, that's 800-932-5517. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or Medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost. Don't wait. If the deadline passes, you may lose your opportunity to get a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace at little or no cost to you. 800-430-9571. That's 800-430-9571. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Semper, BB, also WrestlingObserver.com. This person here says, I'm more concerned for your health for when you watch this retro Nitro than I was for your match with Nick Gage. Oh, man. I've had several people over the last couple of days tell me that this upcoming Nitro is absolutely god-awful, like maybe the worst of all time, which I thought I saw a couple of weeks ago. But apparently it still gets worse. I believe Vince Russo returns on this show as well, so... You can look forward to that. Mm. First here says, Shingo Naito was awesome, while Okada Sonata was absolutely thrilling. Taking the match to 29.48 on the clock, avoiding the draw just by 12 seconds. My favorite match of this G1 so far, however, has been Ishii Moxley, though. So, yes, he says, Tomohiro Ishii is my MVP of the tournament. What do you think of the idea of Okada winning the G1 by beating everybody else, and the one blemish on his record is Sonata, and therefore he challenges Sonata for the title at the Tokyo Dome. Mm. Well, Sonata has been given that opportunity, and he is he has failed, but they do actually have more plans for Sonata. They like him a lot, obviously. I don't know... I don't know if I like that that much, though. <laughs> I really don't. I, uh, I, I, I will say this. Over this weekend, I was thinking, okay, I had taken Okada over Naito in the finals. That was my prediction before this whole thing started. So, technically, Naito is still in the mix and still possible to win. But I had an epiphany that kind of hit me as I was thinking about Naito and the IWGP title. Because I'm thinking, like, if he doesn't win it here, I don't know when you're going to go ahead and, and give it to him. I, I really don't. So if he doesn't win now and then go on and, and face Okada at the Dome, you know, when? But then I started thinking about one of my all-time favorite wrestlers, Yuji Nagata. And in another time and place and in another promotion that was in the same position, you could give Yuji Nagata an IWGP heavyweight championship run, even at his age, even with the people he's facing. There's a way you could do that. But New Japan's never going to do that because 
they're not really built on that kind of warm and fuzzy feeling. They don't have that kind of nostalgic streak in them, and nor should they probably. You know what I mean? And I'm thinking it's like he's had the title a lot, and he certainly never needs the title again going forward with the kind of character and personality that he has. And it's like I'm wondering if we have seen the last of Tetsuya Naito in the IWGP title mix. You look at Kota Ibushi, uh, who they have signed for a long time and for a lot of money. You look at at Jay White, who's on the come up, at Juice Robinson, who's on the come up, uh, with other people that they have there. Kenta now being involved in the mix. Tanahashi still around. Sonata, obviously, evil. Also, it's Sonata's side as far as he, being his generational rival and being in the mix for the title as we go along. It's like, I think the possibility for... You know, for guys like Goto, that's already out the window. And I think Naito might be joining that category because if he doesn't win this year, he doesn't win this and he doesn't go on, I don't know when you're going to give him the opportunity with all of these other names. We may have seen the last of him in the title picture. Uh, this person here says Lance Archer has been an MVP. He's improved yes, he tenfold. Has. Well, I wouldn't say he's MVP to me is like, who if you remove them from the G1, it's just not the same. And with all the talent in there, I can't say that my answer would be Lance Archer. But he has improved tenfold. That is that is un- indisputable. As far as says, I picture Ibushi winning G1 and him losing the briefcase to Naito because Omega cost him the title shot. I don't know if you guys should do any booking that involves any references to Kenny Omega. I don't know if that's a... Uh, I don't know if that's smart fantasy booking at this point. Maybe it is. We'll see. Now, you could do that, though. You could have Ibushi win the briefcase, be tripped up Naito at some point down the line and not have a match for the Dome, and you could pitch it that way, and then come late November or whenever it is, you decide to go ahead and pull the trigger on something like that. Then you could do it then. Let's go to the phones. You're on the air. What's going on? Hey, what's up, Brian? A couple of questions. First one, I wanted to ask you, what's more painful, being in a match with Nick Gage or watching those lame, uh, those lame Raw and SmackDowns? Somebody just asked me that question. We'll find out on, on – uh, well, actually, you know what? There's an easy answer. Uh, watching Nitro is worse because at least, you know, Nick Gage, it's, it's uh, 15 minutes of pain. This is two hours of pain and four hours if the Raw sucks. Oh, no, I, I believe you. But and uh, the other question is, well, I think we've talked in the past of, of the agent team, the agent team and Raw and SmackDown when like the guys working slower. Um, is that really Vince micromanaging these guys and telling the agents, "All right, these guys have to put on bad matches"? That's the way I want it. No, no, no. It's not that he or, wants them I mean, to put on bad matches. It's this is a sophisticated product, buddy. He's got he's got a way that he wants to see his wrestlers work that he feels is effective. And largely safe. I mean, he doesn't want anyone. He's he's banned certain moves because he doesn't want people to get hurt. Like Vince isn't out there wanting bad matches, nor is he out there wanting people to get hurt. He's out there. He wants a style that he feels is safe, and it leads to good matches, sometimes great matches, rarely like a bad match. Although we do see bad matches every now and then. It's just what he. It's his vision of wrestling. He doesn't watch wrestling anywhere else. This is his vision of what pro wrestling is, and he's the boss. 
But I mean, is this like a new PG era thing? I mean, nah, it's always been like again, this. Like the golden era? Nah, go back like, and watch those matches from the Attitude Era. It's exact same thing. Dude, I, dude, I did. <laughs> That's why I'm asking because those guys work faster, more intensity, more bumping and feeding. And even if you go back to the the golden era, the Hulk Hogan's, and I mean, they worked the same style, but I mean, the matches were were better because the guys worked the they style better. They also came from a different emotion. era. But yeah, they, they, you're also looking at people that. You know, a lot of those guys, a lot of those guys learned to wrestle outside of WWE before they came to WWE. There wasn't a WWE developmental. And the guys that peaked in the '90s, I mean, with the exception of Rock, because he was, you know, relatively new to the game, but most of those other guys had been trained and came from a completely different era. They came from an older era. I mean, you got to remember, Steve Austin started in what 1988. You know, it was a long time before you so ended up seeing him. So it's just. It's just, it's a completely, it's almost tough to, to judge them, you know, against each other. It's just a completely different time now. And Vince never watched other shows. He never paid attention to everything, anything else other than what he had in front of his own plate. If you, like, I don't know what they do nowadays at the Performance Center. I've never been there. I know that they do, like, a million drills, and they do combines, and they do tackle drop down or whatever 55,000 times. Which is ironic because they never actually do that spot on the main roster. But anyway, when I started, I remember that everybody who started training wrestling would always say the same thing. The bumps, when you first start, they suck. But you know what sucks worse than taking a bump is hitting the ropes. Because they wanted you to hit the ropes. They wanted you to hit the ropes so that underneath your armpit, there was like this big, giant, long bruise from where you hit that top rope. And you had to hit those ropes, and you couldn't do the fake hit the ropes where you run and pretend to be. You had to hit those ropes, so you really bounced back towards the middle of the ring. I don't know what they teach nowadays, but, like, nobody hits the ropes anymore. You go back and you watch uh, Undertaker or Shawn Michaels or even guys that you don't even think about, like the Big Boss Man. I mean, these dudes hit Hulk Hogan. These guys hit the ropes. And they were running in that ring. Nowadays, it's just a different, slower style. I don't know why, but it's different. And if you compare it to, like, the glory days in WCW, there's a big difference there as well. They had a smaller ring. You have a smaller ring, everything looks faster. This WWE ring is 20 by 20. And we got to... Here's the other thing. Back then, you had all of these giants. And you put a six foot eight guy or a six foot five guy in a 20 by 20 ring... And he's going to be moving faster than if you take a guy who's 5'8 and you put him in a 20-by-20 20 20 ring. He can run as fast as he can. He's going to be running slower in that ring than some of these giants. Everything is just totally different. So that's why things look different. This person says, Roman speaking up is referring to suffering succotash, but that was also four or five years ago. Dean's hokiness persisted throughout his tenure, and the foolish mockery of Roman being sick would have been less than a year ago. No excuse or justification for such a pitch. It's pointing out that, you know, Dean was already a world WWE champion by the time he was asked to say things about Roman Reigns that he didn't want to say, and they made him say it anyway. Bert says, I'm getting caught up with the G1. I think Sonata's booking this year has been masterful to make him a new top guy, really similar to Omega's in a way. And this person says, Naito still has the Intercontinental title. Okada can win and challenge him title versus title for the Tokyo Dome. Back in a moment with more Observer Live.
Are you aware that 66% of men lose their hair by the age of 35? Thing is, when you start to notice the hair loss, it's too late. Solution, 4 a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. 4 connects you with real doctors, medical-grade solutions to treat hair loss. Well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair no snake oil pills, gas station counter supplements, prescription solutions backed by science. Listeners to this program, Wrestling Observer Live, can get a trial month of hymns for just $5 right now while supplies last. You can see the website for full details and safety information. This would cost hundreds of dollars if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. Go to 4 slash wrestling, F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash wrestling, forhims.com slash wrestling. Do you have a problem hearing the television? Do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you? Then put on your TV ears. TV ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks for the 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV ears. When you wear TV ears, you can mute the TV volume for private listening or let others watch TV with you. Order in the next 10 minutes and take us up on our 30-day home trial and very special price. TV Ears is a brand hearing professionals have trusted for more than 20 years. And through this special radio offer, you can get your very own for just $60. Just mention promo code RADIO. So put on your TV ears and make everyone happy. 800-984-4207. That's 800-984-4207. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Got a lot of messages about this. First says, I went to see Hobbs and Shaw on Sunday, and guess what they played right before the movie? The AEW TV debut trailer. 
TNT is really going all out, no pun intended with this thing. He also he supplied a photo, I guess is proof, in case I didn't believe him. And uh, wherever he was, a lot of empty seats in that particular theater. Hopefully they filled up before the movie was over. And this person here, a lot of lot of comments about seeing the same thing before that movie. So there you go. They are they are going all out. PW Insider reporting the next Saudi Arabia show, Crown Jewel Two, a very uh, a very original name, taking place Thursday, October thirty first, from Riyadh. So they are apparently going to be. Actually, this is a good question here. They're in Saudi Arabia on Thursday, and SmackDown is the next night. So what are they going to do? Well, either they're doing split crews, or this person suspects maybe an all-women special. I guess we'll find out. That's pretty interesting, actually, that they're debuting on Fox in October, and already by the end of the month there is a conflict as a result of having to go back to Saudi Arabia. And yes, everyone will be there on Halloween as their children go out to trick-or-treat. All right, so in the opening segment, I said we were going to do this. So, Mike, I am going to name a match. This is from the Canby Star Rating gimmick for TakeOver SummerSlam. I'm going to name a couple of them here. I want you to give what you believe the over-under is. So, for example, Candice LeRae, Io Shirai, their prediction is... Two and three-quarter stars. So you can you can say whether you believe the match will be better or worse. For you, I will say the match, and I want you to say what the over-under is. I'm going to do three of them here. All right. Let's do Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins. Four stars. Exactly. Hmm. How about Charlotte Flair, Trish Stratus? Hmm. Three stars. Ah, close. Two and three quarter. Ah. Let's do more. Uh, AJ Styles, Ricochet. Ooh, four and a quarter. Four stars. Ah. Went a little high there. Finn Balor versus The Fiend. Let's think about this for a second. Finn Balor versus the re-debuting Bray Wyatt in a wrestling match at SummerSlam. Hmm. Three and a half stars. Dude, two! Ooh. What? Well, Bray's got a rep, you know? It's not even giving him any credit right there. How about Velveteen Dream, Roderick Strong, and Pete Dunne? Ooh. Uh, oh, wow. All right, four and a quarter. Four and a half! Well, that's all right. And finally here, the over-under... Did we do Charlotte versus Trish? I think we did. We did. The over-under on Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano. Hmm. God, they said four and a half for the other one. Can't believe it's not five, but it wouldn't be five. So I'll say four and three quarters. Dude, you always need to go with your gut, Mike. Five, five stars. <laughs> That's the over-under. That's the over-under for Adam Cole Johnny Gargano. Well, I guess the scale has now bumped up to seven, so I guess that that is now in play, I guess. I, that's the only reason I didn't go five is it's just because, well, how can you go higher than that? So I think the yeah, last match well, you gave him five and a half, if I recall correctly. 
Did he really? I'm so, pretty well, sure he gave him five and a half. It was the highest rated match in the history of WWE. Hmm. So there you go. Five stars is the over under for Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, best of three falls. Imagine that being might be one the of best them. bet of them all. Imagine being one of them. All right, let's go to the phones. You're on the air. What's going on? Hey, Brian. Hey, Mike. It's Frankie from Chicago. Yes, Frankie. Uh, I had a question kind of changing off topic a little bit. This had something to do with something that uh, uh, Sempervivi actually said uh, a couple days ago on the show. He had dropped the comment that he hopes that um, Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose get to feud with Kyrie Sane and Asuka so they can get you know a little better to work house shows with them. And at first when he said that, I kind of agreed with that sentiment. But when I start to think about wrestling right now in WWE, I wonder if that sentiment still stands. You know, when you when you think about Baron Corbin, his first ever feud was with the, on the main roster with Ziggler. He's got to work with Styles and Balor. And as we follow the show, you know, you guys don't think he's improved that much since the start. And there's countless other examples. So I was just wondering, especially since you're a wrestler, to gain some perspective on what you think about, you know, if, if guys wrestling now, if they, you know, how often do they really get better now? It seems like only the best of the best wrestle the best and the guys who are mediocre. Well, I, let me mediocre. say something about that. Let me say something about that. Okay. So listen, almost everybody has gotten better on the main roster as compared to developmental. Okay. Baron Corbin hasn't become like a great worker, but he's better now than he was in developmental. Like virtually everybody that has gone to the main roster and done house shows on the road is better now than they were when they were in NXT with the exception of Billy Kay. Somehow she's worse. And I believe Peyton may be worse as well. I'd have to go back. Those are like the only two that I can think of who actually are worse on the main roster in ring than they were when they were in developmental. Everybody else is either a little better or a lot better. But two things. Number one, everybody is different. And number two, back in the day when you were working with different veterans, it's just like we talked about earlier. Every veteran worked a little differently than every other veteran. So, for example, let me tell you something. Guys, remember Moondog Ed Moretti? Well, he did not work like Buddy Wayne. They were both great, but they were both totally different. Richie Magnet, totally different. Street Fighter, these were all of these guys that I worked with when I was coming up. They were all veterans. They all worked completely different. So there was something different that I could learn from every single one of them when I went out there and did matches. If you're now in a... And at WWE, where the vast majority of them came up through developmental and learned the exact same style of wrestling. Or even if you're in AJ Styles and you went all over the world, but now you're in WWE and you're required to do the exact same kind of wrestling, then what difference does it make if you're out there on the road working a bunch of different guys? You're working the exact same style with every single one of them. There's a ceiling to how much better you can get, and that's what we have on the main roster. Yes, Mandy and Sonya would get better working with the Kabuki Warriors, guaranteed, because they're so great. But are they going to all of a sudden become as good as the best girls in stardom? Of course not. There's zero chance of that happening in WWE. Look at Charlotte. She's, she's a great WWE wrestler. But, I mean, does anybody look at Charlotte and go, like, she's one of the greatest women's wrestlers there have ever been? Of course not. Nobody's ever said that. So how do you expect to get better? I mean, I just, I don't know. You have to. you got to go on the road with those guys. But there is a ceiling. I mean, the Kabuki Warriors are going to work like WWE Kabuki Warriors. You know what I'm saying? I don't think they're going to go in there and 
Like, if you sent Mandy and Sonya and the Kabuki Warriors to Japan to stardom, I mean, Mandy and Sonya would probably come back and blow your mind. Oh, my God, you give them a month there or something like that with intensive training, with that's all they're doing, of course they're going to end up better. So, uh, you know, it's, again, that's still better than anything with the Iconics in the mix. So I'll go ahead and go with it. Oh, that's another match, by the way. I forgot about that. Yeah, supposedly for SummerSlam, we got nine matches now. We have to add Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan. That's ten. We have to add Sami Zayn and what's his face? Uh, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Anyway, got to add that one. That's eleven. And then we got to add the Kabuki Warriors, the Iconics, Alexa and Nikki Cross and whoever the fourth team is for a four-way. So we're we're at 12 matches now. So, yeah. Seven-hour show, everybody. Buckle up. On the same weekend as the G1 Finals and the same weekend as NXT TakeOver. I, I, this doesn't have anything to do with anything, but I'm old. So I was watching old Mid-Atlantic Wrestling because I was watching the Harley Race, Ric Flair stuff from when... Alistair Black. Right, right before uh, Starrcade 83. <laughs> I just want to throw this out there that... They started building up to those uh, matches that took place on Thanksgiving night. All of them, whether it be the Briscoes and Steamboat and Youngblood, whether it was Flair and Race, whether it was Valentine and Roddy Piper, all of those matches started getting built up. Basically, the seeds were planted in May. We had two shows last week, Raw and SmackDown, where we were coming to the end of Brock Lesnar and... Beating the absolute holy hell out of Seth Rollins and having him split up blood. And we're to expect him now to probably, one, get revenge tonight, and two, be fine and ready to go uh, by this coming Sunday. As well as Roman Reigns, the other big star inside the company, uh, apparently going out there to make a challenge for his match on the very last night. And we won't actually know what that is until at least tonight or tomorrow. Dude, I was... When we first started watching those NWA shows, I'm watching the shows and and they're they're building up Ric Flair, Ron Garvin. I'm like, oh man, we're here already. And then I look on on Wikipedia for the date, and that match didn't take place for like another twenty months. Twenty months they were building that up before they paid it off. SmackDown, a dude got boxes dropped on him, and he's totally fine. Seth Rollins gets brutalized and killed, and I got people texting me this weekend, why is he working out shows? Well, because he is. It's WWE. I don't know what's going to happen. You know, it's crazy, too, about the, the, the whole thing with the forklift is everybody had a reaction to it. Nobody had the reaction of, I wonder if that was Samoa Joe, who was the last guy who's wanted to put hands on Roman Reigns, which shows you how bad the angle's been. And I'm going to assume they did what they did to drop it. That's why I'd like to hope to believe that's what they're going to do here. But, man, I want to talk about a backfire in every possible way. Well, I don't know what happened, but this person says Samoa Joe's been fined an undisclosed amount by WWE due to his behavior earlier today at the Pittsburgh International Airport. I can only imagine this one. <laughs> Did he win the 24-7 title? What happened? Maybe he's the mystery attacker. You know Vince changed his mind every five minutes. Well, it would certainly make sense for Joe to be the mystery attacker, yeah. but apparently it's Daniel Bryan who decided, Daniel Bryan just decided, I'm going to pretend, I'm going to tease people with my retirement. I'm not going to tell them. And then I'm going to bright a forklift and drop some stuff on Roman Reigns. That's the angle for this match? They better have a great explanation the next couple of days for that. Will they? Of course not. I was going to say, what's your, what's your star rating on the, uh, on the excuse going to be? 
I don't even. Th- well, it's not on Canby <laughs> right now. Pittsburgh also adds. Don't forget Ring of Honor on Friday. Yep, Ring of Honor Friday. NXT I think that's the Saturday. problem is everybody is forgetting Ring of Honor on Friday. Two days of G1 and SummerSlam. Let me tell you something, Mike. I ain't watching every single one of those matches that weekend. It's impossible. Bruh. Oh, man. You it is impossible. It it's possible. No. Do you watch any of uh, Triple Mania at all? Yes. In fact, we only have a minute here, but I was just reading Dave's article on it, and he was apparently down on the idea of Cain Velasquez wearing a mask. And yeah. he, he mentioned something about he was unable to connect with the crowd because he was re- with his facials or something. Cause he, and I'm like, Cain Stop Velasquez? It, Stop it. <laughs> like, he was, no. he, we're going to assume he was going to connect with the crowd with his facials if he didn't have a mask on? I'll believe so it when I see it. <laughs> he was better as a giant bull. A giant hurricane running bull. El Toro. <laughs> going to head to a break. Back in a moment. Observer Live. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit and 98% of all applicants are approved it's that simple with AmeriFactors there's no more waiting for your customers to pay we give you the funds up front then we wait for your customers to pay us fund your business today call AmeriFactors right now 800-847-1183 800-847-1183 that's 800-847-1183 Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. 
Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repair need home improvement money visit moneynow100.com if you need fast cash for any reason go to moneynow100.com good bad or no credit at all go to moneynow100.com you could get up to five thousand dollars as soon as the next business day go to moneynow100.com on your phone tablet or computer type in the address bar moneynow100.com that's moneynow100.com You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Looks like Matt Riddle going after Goldberg again <laughs> and adding Chris Jericho, Booker T, and, quote, a really boring wrestler who hates barefoot bros, Lance Storm. Come at him, bro. Wow. Dude, you can say what you want about Lance's boring gimmick, but he was not a boring wrestler. I mean, come on. He's going to get beat up by Matt Riddle, though, I can tell you that. This person here says, do we know for a fact the forklift driver wasn't trying to get fired so he could go and work for AEW? Hadn't thought of that. Had not thought of that. That's... Well, you know what? If he walks in with a union card, uh, they won't be firing him. And then he's going to sue. And this person here says, if you haven't seen it, you guys should watch the opening video package in the last five minutes of 205 Live. Drake Maverick played HBK from his SummerSlam 2002 street fight against Mike Kanellis' Triple H. Spud was great. Well, I hope he did better than when Vinny and I tried to recreate that match. That was one of the worst matches of my whole life. And this person here, oh, well, Matt Riddle have heat for his rant today on Goldberg, Booker T, Chris Jericho, and Landstorm. I don't know. All I know is, is like... Uh, I, well, I don't know about this current one, but I know when the thing was going on with Goldberg, like Matt Riddle really didn't like Goldberg. Like that was yeah. that was him on Twitter. He was not trying to shoot an angle or do a storyline or anything like that. And uh, I guess he's mad at Booker T, Chris Jericho, and Lance Storm for something today. These are all grown men with opinions, and the law have to answer for them if they see each other face to face. So I think it's just as, as easy as that. All right, everybody, we're going to wrap it up for today. I want to thank Mike, as always, callers and listeners, everybody in the studio, back later on tonight with Dave. Lots of stuff up over the weekend. Check it out. And that is it. Talk to you again next time. Wrestling Observer Live.